always torn on these Sundays before Christmas because people come to church and they want something Christmassy. I'm like the whole Bible is, uh, you know, what is Christmas? Well, it's the birth of Christ that you know, we choose to celebrate on that day. And so, but that's like, to us, that's every day, right? Amen. We should have got a better amen than that. To us, it's every day. I amen. Mean, we build our life on it. We fall constantly. Every day we wake up, it, it, uh, um, we're all, I, me personally, I'm always thinking about what Christ did for me. So, I mean, when you go up at Christmas, you go, yeah, that's the time where the world is thinking about it. So I go, amen to that. But, you know, the one word that you always hear, and I was hearing it all week, because, you know, you turn on television, they got all these shows, and, all, and, and somebody at some time is going to say, peace on earth and goodwill towards men. Mm-hmm. And I go, okay. And I start to think about that, peace on earth, goodwill towards men. It's really the King James translation. Uh, King James actually made it nicer, you know, uh, because of, it was talking about the birth of Christ. They, they kind of changed it a little bit. It's, they changed it. This, so it says goodwill will towards all men. And it, it really doesn't read like that. It mostly reads goodwill to those who God has favor for. And so if you talk about peace, okay, okay, well, let me think about peace on earth. All right, so in order to do that, we got to go to Luke. Let me take you to Luke. Luke chapter 2 do the Christmas thing. We're going to uh, uh, talk about what happened, and then we're going to start talking about what kind of peace are we talking about. Because I'm going to be honest, I don't see any. Amen. All right, so let's think, let's talk about it. Auntie, go. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby. You know the story. It was shepherds out there, and they were watching over their flock. Come on. Keeping watch over their flocks at night, and the angel of the Lord appeared to them, uh-huh. and the glory of the Lord shone around them, yeah. and they were terrified. And I would have been too. Amen. Hey man, I'm standing out doing my job, and all of a sudden somebody appears, and then some glory and some lights and stuff are shining, and electricity. I don't know what was going on, but I know one thing: they were nervous. Everybody, and I would have been nervous too. I would have been. But my thing is, when I get scared, I hit stuff. That's why I don't go through harm. <laughs> be like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to hit you. And they'd be like, what are you doing here? And so I don't go to harm. Because I respond. So I would have been scared. <laughs> Come on. But the angel said to them, do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. All right, but he said, which one? I hear. Oh, see, we have a recording, everybody. Our stuff goes everywhere. This thing on? Yes, it is. All right, so this thing is on. So what happened? I'm being totally undressed in front of you guys. <laughs> All right. So, so what happened? So the angel said to them, don't be afraid. I bring good news. Everybody say amen to that. Amen. Thank that you. will cause great joy for everybody. Come on. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. Yeah. He is the Messiah, the Lord. All right, go. This will be a sign to you. Mm-hmm. You will find a baby wrapped in clothes and lying in a manger. Yeah, you guys know the story. You know Jesus was born in a manger. Go. 
Suddenly a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, right. Glory to God in the highest heaven, mm -hmm. and on earth peace to those on whom he, his favor rests. See, in this translation it says peace to those on whom his favor rests. It's not peace on earth to everybody. All right. So glory to God, highest heaven, peace on earth to, to those whom his favor rests. And I started thinking about, okay, peace on earth. In order to get to this, I had to look at what kind of peace are we talking about? Because I know what kind of peace he didn't bring. All right. Hallelujah, everybody. Hallelujah. Let me tell you, he didn't bring any political peace, that's for sure. That's right. He, he, he didn't stop wars. Right. So, so in fact, Auntie, go, go, to, go to Luke chapter 12. Let me, let me read this so people, or, or do I want to go to Luke 21? Go to Luke 21. So people will believe uh, what I'm saying and I can finish this thing out. Do you think I came to be peace on earth? No, I want that one. Go to Luke 21 verse 9. Okay, she didn't give me that one. It says, when you hear about wars and riots, don't be afraid. These things must happen. Everybody see that? Luke chapter 21 verse 9. Don't worry about the screen. When you hear about wars and riots, don't be afraid. These things got to happen. So how come when we hear about wars and riots and things, we get so paranoid and get so nervous and so scared? When he's saying these things are going to happen, that there's going to be wars. Last night, uh, uh, Julian, I don't know why, he wanted to watch uh, All Quiet on the Western Front. So we sat and watched that. And it was, it was so horrific, World War I. And I'm like, man, I'm just thinking how many people died during that war? Jesus didn't come to bring peace that the world will stop fighting each other. Uh -huh. I look at somebody. So my thing is, in fact, the world got worse after Jesus came. Mm -hmm. You got World War I, World War II killed millions and millions of people. And I'm thinking, okay, peace on earth. Well, he didn't come to bring no political peace because we can't get along. Countries can't get along for nothing. Right, right. I look at somebody. So he didn't come to bring that kind of peace. And then some people will be smart and they'll go, well, we know that. It, you know, he didn't come. He came to bring just internal peace and, you know, peace in my life. And then, okay, he came. I'm, I'm not sure about that either. Amen. <laughs> I, think, I think that kind of peace is always temporary. Amen. It always has to be achieved. Of course God gives us peace. He says that keep your mind on me. I'll keep you in perfect peace. I really will. Amen. Amen. Yes, sir. Then he said to them, nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. Yep. There will be a great earthquake, famines and pestilences in various places mm -hmm. and fearful events and great signs from heaven. I mean, and, I, and I'm thinking, I don't like this verse. <laughs> there will be great earthquakes, famines, pestilence, it, it, various places will have crazy weather, and, and, and we will start to get signs from heaven. I can't wait till that one happens. Yeah. You're talking about people being afraid. Oh, people are going to be. So think about it now. We always go, it's horrible. They had another earthquake there, and what is going on? And God can't be all loving because he allows these things to happen. Jesus said it was going to happen. Yes, he did. Hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah. And, and people are going, he says people are going to starve to death. Mm -hmm. So he didn't come to bring peace with supply and everything either. He didn't come to bring that kind of peace. And I'm thinking, what kind of peace did he come to bring then? 
Hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah. Auntie, go to Luke chapter 12. We're hanging out in Luke. So some people will say, well, he came to bring emotional peace, and he, he came to make sure my family is good. And I go, mm, no. Nah. He didn't come to bring that kind of peace either. Do you think that I came to bring peace on earth? He, no, Jesus, I know what the song says. Hark the herald angel sings glory to the newborn king and all that stuff. It, it, Charles Wesley said, you know, peace on earth and mercy mild and Oh, God and sinner reconciled. Uh-huh. Oh, hold on. Wesley's on to something. He says, do you think I came to bring peace on earth? No, I didn't. I came to divide you people. Mm -hmm. Sam had, we were at prayer uh, this week, and Sam was beginning, and he prayed. He says, Lord, bless the people who had to come away from their family because of their belief. Wow. And I go, Forget your family. <laughs> Don't be mad. I mean, Jesus says I came so you would, Auntie, read me further. Do you think that I came to bring peace on earth? Yep. No, I tell you, but division. From now on, there will be five and one family divided against each other. Wait a minute, there will be family divided against each other? Yes. Mm-hmm. Three against two and two against three. Yes. Hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah. I did not, I came here to, to, to let people know something. You may be born in a certain belief, but that don't mean you have to stay in a certain belief because your family feels like you need That's to. That's right. Hallelujah, somebody. That's right. We were very Pentecostal. Amen. Yes, we Auntie. Were. Yes, we Aunt. were. Yep. Pentecostal through and through. <laughs> and then finally I went, I can't do this anymore. Mm-hmm. I, didn't, I love my family, but I don't care about them. <laughs> I had to go seek, and let me tell you something. None of us are Pentecostal anymore. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah. And, and, and I thank God for what the Pentecostal church gave me. It did give me foundation. So don't, dis, don't discard your, your, you could have been Catholic or Baptist or whatever you were. So, so you, there's some good in all of it, but I'm saying that man, when you have, Jesus says I came to, to break your family up. How about that? So when people go, no, he can't, he, he's supposed to bring peace to my family and all should be well. Well, he didn't say he came to do that. All right. In fact, he said the opposite. Amen, baby. <laughs> Auntie, read me first. They will be divided, father against son, and son against father. That sounds so sad. Come on. Mother against daughter, and daughter against mother. Yes. So mother-in-law sad. against daughter-in-law. So some and people say I don't need Jesus to be have a problem with my mother-in-law, uh, but but against <laughs> against daughter-in-law and daughter-in-law against mother-in-law, and some daughter is saying I ain't got no don't need Jesus to have no problem with my mother-in-law. And, and so, but my thing is, what he's saying is, I came here to blow those things up. You thought I came to bring peace. So why are we surprised when that happens in your life? So he didn't come for emotional peace. Even though God says, I would give you my peace that surpasses all understanding. But don't you all, it's it's always temporary though. Mm -hmm. Don't you always have to reclaim it? Yep. Because what happens, the next incident will come. There's no way you're going to just be peaceful through this life with everything that you go through. Yeah. And so, but, but you can have peace through it, but it seems like you always have to pick it back up. Mm-hmm. 
when I see peace on earth, this, this is tangible. That means it's something that I get right now. Right. And it's, it's, it's for all time. Mm-hmm. Not a fleeting peace that comes and goes based on circumstances and situations. Because think about it. I, I go emotional peace. Man, I, I, I have to hold on to emotional peace. Wherever. It's like I'm holding on to peace by the way saying I can't let you go. Mm-hmm. Because there's so many things that fight against it. Yes. Hallelujah, somebody. It's just, it's always one thing after another thing after another thing. Je- Jesus says, blessed are you when you're persecuted for my name's sake. I've been persecuted for his name's sake. Mm-hmm. It says, blessed are you when people lie and say, I've been lying. Oh, man, I, I, I got the whole list of things that has happened to me. Mm-hmm. But I go, thank you, Lord, I must be good. Amen. Because you said these things were going to happen. Yes. So I'll tell you what, everybody can, I don't care. <laughs> I don't think I said that to God, though, but thank God he forgives. But, but I didn't say that. I said something else. <laughs> I can give a crap. Hallelujah, somebody. Because my thing is, when it comes down to the world and pleasing the world and, and but standing before God, I don't want to have that conversation wrong. Amen. I don't, I don't want to have the conversation of, Lord, I please the world by keeping my mouth quiet, by not telling the truth, by not standing up for what is right, by, 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 by uh, uh, doing everything I can to make people like me. I don't function that way. Amen. Hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah. So he didn't come to bring political peace, definitely. He didn't come to bring peace on earth where there's no wars or no troubles. And he didn't even come to bring emotional peace because it, it's always kind of comes and goes. We got to go run after peace again because the next thing happened. He didn't come to bring those kind of pieces. Pieces? <laughs> you know what I mean? Hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah. He ain't going to bring them kind of pieces. (laughs) So, peace on earth, what is it? It's the peace between God and man because man and God are at war. Right, baby. Jesus came to end the war. Amen. What war? between you and God. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Hmm. Oh, God and glory to the newborn king, peace on earth, mercy mild, God and sinners reconcile. He did come to stop a war, the war between you and God. Mm-hmm. Amen. And then some people will say, I'm not at war with God. Yes, you are. Amen. Yes, you are. Auntie, let's go. Go to Luke, back, still in Luke, Luke chapter 1, verse 76. Now, here's Zechariah, who's been silenced, but now he's speaking again. He's John the Baptist's father, okay? And Zechariah says, he says something about his child, and this is what he said. Go, Auntie. And you, my child, will be called a prophet of the Most High. John the Baptist was a prophet of the Most High. Everybody say amen. Amen. 
For you were gone before the Lord to prepare the way for him. So he, you were born to prepare the way for Jesus. Now everybody see that? Come mm -hmm. on. To give his people the knowledge of salvation yeah. through the forgiveness of their sins. To give the people the knowledge of salvation through the forgiveness of their sins. Auntie, go. Because of the tender mercy of our God, yeah. by which the rising sun will come to us from heaven, mm -hmm. to shine on those living in darkness and in the shadow of death, to guard our feet into the path of peace. It says he's come to guide our feet into the path of peace. John the Baptist was sent to pave the way for Jesus because Jesus is coming to, and John the Baptist is saying, listen, repent everybody, change how you think about things. And because what's happening is we are at war and God has sent the answer to the war and he's going to guide your feet into the path of peace. Yes. What, peace in my life? Peace, peace in, in my world? Peace in my family? No more, no more war? No, not that kind of peace. The peace between you and God. Yes. To be honest, everybody, we don't like God naturally. Our natural minds don't like God. In fact, our natural minds actually kind of hate him. And, it, people, and when you say that, people will go, oh, no way. I love when you talk to people who, who just really don't ever go to church and they don't, they're not really churchy. And I don't blame them. I don't know how to get mad at them. Churches damage a whole lot of people. Everybody say amen. Amen. So, I mean, I don't get mad or anything, but when a, when a person says, I'm not, I love God, I, but I don't have to do anything he says, <laughs> that doesn't make sense. Amen. It's like, oh, no, me and God, I, I really appreciate God. Yeah, but, but here's the thing. This is what happens, and this is what I was thinking about, and I know how my brain works. People go, I, I love the God that I have created in my own mind. Wow. A God that where I don't have to be this way, and I don't have to think that way, but it, me and this God is still good. A God in which I don't have to acknowledge him every day. I, I can go to church twice a year, and then, me and this God is still good. A God where I can be however I want to be and act the way I want to be. And me and this, see, you've developed your own God and your own doctrine. Mm. And then this is where I know you hate God. Because when you get a glimpse of the real God, you get mad. Hmm. When, when, when you really come into the presence of the real God and then someone says, this is what it means to serve the real God, you go, I don't want to do that. I don't feel like I have to do that. Auntie, auntie, yep. go to the next one so I can prove what I'm saying. What's the next one? The next one is Romans 5, 1 and 2. Go to Romans 5, let me show you something. Therefore, since we have been justified through faith, yeah. we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Now, why are we having peace with God now? It's because we've been justified through our faith. Now we have peace. With, so wait a minute. So if, I'm not, if I don't have faith and I'm not justified, then what happens? You're not at peace. Come on, auntie. Through whom we have gained access by faith into this grace in which we now stand. And we boast in the hope of the glory of God. Next verse. Not only so, but we also glory in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance. Man, I, I don't like that verse. <laughs> we need to take that verse out. 
But it says we have been made right with God because of our faith, so we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Now you have peace with God, so that means that at one time I didn't. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something. You're born an enemy to God. I know it's Christmas. I know it should be fa-la-la. I know that. I know that. Balls of holly. Figgy pudding. What is figgy pudding anyway? That don't even sound good. Hey, let me get a bowl of figgy pudding. What is that? I, mean, so, uh, I know it's presence, and I know it's happiness, and I know it's joy, but I'm saying Christmas should really be about understanding. Right, right. Understanding something that what? You were at war with God, and now you're not. Christianity has been summed up very silly. It, it's, 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 it's just Christianity has become this. It's trying hard to be good. I had to put this down so I don't forget it because it hit me and I was like, that's exactly what it is. And hoping you're good enough for God to have favor on you. And if you have a good day, you have more good favor. And if you have a bad day, you have less favor. It's not really thinking that we need to make peace with God. It's just saying, hey, I need guidance and help from God mostly. And and, and, but no, it's saying that, no, you need peace with God. Do, yeah. Don't you understand? Jesus came to bring peace on earth, but not peace from war, not peace from famine, not peace in your family necessarily. Peace with God. He came to reconcile, reconsolidate us back to God because we were born at war with him. Our natural minds hate him. So then we had to be what, transformed where? By the way we think. Yep. You have to literally repent means to change your mind. Yes. Man, you know what? I understand. For people who don't really believe, I, I don't even get mad at them because it doesn't make sense. How are you being blamed for something that you didn't even do? You're being blamed for something Adam did? I don't make the rules. <laughs> But the beauty of it is, why do we still hate God for it when he sent the simple solution? The simple solution is Christmas Day. Yes, the birth, yes. Simple solution. I get mad, I go, God, why did, why am I can't wait to talk to Adam and ask him what happened. (laughs) It's your fault. (laughs) And then God says, before you get so angry at Adam, who says you wouldn't have did it? And then two, I gave a simple solution, my son. Yes, thank you, Lord. Thank you. I gave you an easy way out for people who just get so bent out of shape and go, I can't, it doesn't, it's not that way. It can't be that way. It doesn't make sense that way. I go, one, I didn't make the rules. Everybody say amen. Amen. Don't be mad at me. I'm just a messenger. Don't kill me. But the second piece is he gave us a simple solution. He, He gave us a way to make peace with him. Yes. In fact, he gave us the best thing he had. He gave his son. I'm not giving my son for the world. The world don't deserve it. And I don't have that much love. So if they say, hey, kill Julian or the world blows up. Bye, everybody. (laughs) Julian's going to get blown up, too, but I'm not killing for you. Right, right. <laughs> and it's like, what's funny? But seriously, dog, think about the sacrifice that he made. 
Yes, he did. Tangible There's wars and there's all kind of madness around me. God, I know I'm not talking about that kind of peace. Amen. I'm talking about the only that really matters. Amen. You were at war with God. Yes. Your natural mind hates him. Let me see. Thank you. <laughs> I know you guys are saying I'm going to another church on Christmas. <laughs> I, I'm supposed to be happy. Go to Colossians chapter one, verse twenty-one. Let me get you out here. Anthea says you used to be far from God. Once you, oh, what? Auntie, enemies. See, you think I'm thinking this stuff up just in my crazy head? No. Auntie, what does it say? Once you were alienated from God yeah, and were enemies in your minds because of your evil behavior. And you were enemies in your natural mind. We come out horrible. And you all know it because you all want to kill your kids from time to time. And this is what you say. I didn't teach you how to. Why are you acting like that? Where did you, you ever said this, where did you get that from? Yeah. Hallelujah, somebody. Yeah. Let me say something. It's natural behavior. It's just, don't be mad at me. You were an enemy to God at one time. Right. All of us were. Yeah. We did not like him at all. We sure didn't love him. In fact, we were at war with him. Where? In our natural minds. In our minds. Auntie, go further. But now he has reconciled you by Christ's physical body. But now, death. because of Christmas, he's reconciled you. He's, he's, re he's reconsolidated you. Yes. <laughs> to present you holy in the sight without a blemish and free from accusations now. Yes. So that puts the rest the whole, I have to be good. Good luck with that. Amen. All right, let's take this away. Let's take this away. Let's take away Christ reconciling us and that we are now presented blameless because of what Christ did. Let's take grace out of it. Even though we're saved by grace, let's take it out. And let's say, you know who God has favor for? Everyone who's good. All right, now here's my question. How are we going to measure what good is? Amen. Amen. Some people may say that you are good because you're not in jail. Or you're good because you don't steal. Or you're good because you only cuss a little bit. Or you're good because you stole something when you were a kid, but you haven't stole something. <laughs> you're good because basically you will help anybody. You're good because you give to the poor. You See, our levels of goodness will be all over the place. How do you measure it? Right. And right. then let's really be honest. If you, if you can measure being good based on your, your thoughts of good and what you think good is, do you meet it? You wouldn't even meet your own thought of what good is. There's no way to measure it. Amen. So God says, you're not, he, I tried to give you the law, you got to spell that immeasurably. So I'm going to send Jesus, and now he will take the penalty for your sin. And so therefore now, 
he will make peace between me and you. So now you're good because of your faith in Jesus. And then what happened? Because of that sacrifice Jesus made unto you, you realize something. I need to present my body a living sacrifice now. Yeah. Based on what he did for me, I now belong to you. Since yeah. you paid for me, I belong to you now. And then you go on the journey of trying to be a better person. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah. So being a better person is definitely Christian. But I'm saying it occurs after you've already been blameless. Amen. So don't let anybody blame you. Amen. You're already free from accusations. So don't let anybody hold something over your head that you did seven years ago. Amen. Because God's not. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Cause, why? Because Jesus came to bring peace. Peace on earth to those whom God has favor for. Yeah. Those who God don't have favor for. Peace. Amen. Amen. Wow, wow. Oh, I know what you were, you were worshiping what you thought I was. Right. Mm -hmm. You created in your own head because you hate me. And then when somebody presented you the real me, you went, no, I'm not doing that. Mm -hmm. There's some people right now in church is going, I don't really believe this stuff. Don't. As judge. Right. Yes, he did. If you continue in your faith, establish and firm, and do not move from hope, held out in the gospel. Oh, I like that. It's, it's that. If you continue in your faith, 
Yes, sir. See, if you're not willing to serve God, you still don't like him. All right. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, he did. Because what he should have did was blew the whole thing up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those who live according to the flesh have their minds set on what the flesh desires. But those who live in accordance with the spirit have their minds set on what the spirit desires. That what's happened is your natural mind starts to look at what God desires. Next verse. The mind governed by the flesh is death. And our natural mind, our natural state now, there's nothing but death, guys. It's gov it's, it, but the mind is governed by the spirit. It, it's, it's life and peace. See, he yeah. says that if your, mind, your natural mind now has to change the way it believes, because when it comes out, it's naturally against me. Mm-hmm. But, but now, because you, you change your mind, now if you can keep your mind in a certain area, a certain realm, you will be good. It, you, will, it, you will have a life and you will have peace. With who? Me. Yes. I have to read further. The mind governed by the flesh is hostile to God. It does not submit to God's law, nor can it and do it so. And it can't. See, the mind is... <laughs> Jesus. trying to help. Our natural mind desires, our natural minds, our natural desires, they fight against God. Yes, they do. The, think about how your natural state is, how you work. It's, I like what he says. You used to be ruled this way. This is how your mind used to think. But now you've changed it. But think about it. Our natural mind, it fights against God. It can't stand it. It says because it cannot and will not obey him. Naturally. That means we come out against them. Yes. Hallelujah, hallelujah. How many times you heard the testimony, man, my life was this, my life was that. But then I came to the Lord. Yeah, because, see, at first you hated him. Yes. A lot of people sitting in church right now, and they hate God, hate him. Yes. And they sitting there going, well, this is my duty. I'm, I'm here Christmas. I'm here. I'm here. You hate God. You hate him. Mercy. You're at war with him. You don't understand the song really was right. He says he came, God and sinners are now reconciled. Sleigh bells. Come on, guys. I'm trying to <laughs> Got to keep throwing Christmas songs in there. Chestnuts roasting. Come on, guys. 
<laughs> Our natural minds fight against God. It, they do not and cannot obey his laws. They, it just can't. can't. Next verse, though, Auntie. The mind governed by the flesh is hostile to God. Yeah. It does not submit to God's law, nor can it do so. Mm -hmm. Those who are in the realm of the flesh cannot please God. It's just, it's just those of us that are caught up in the way our natural state is, we, we just can't please him. Notice what it's saying. It's saying that those are in the, in the realm of the flesh cannot please God. Mm -hmm. Meaning, it doesn't mean that you will never do wrong. Mm -hmm. But what it means is You're in a good place. Mm -hmm. When you don't struggle, that's where you're bad. Mm -hmm. See, as long as God's hand is upon you, when you realize this is wrong, you're in a good place. Hallelujah. It's like nothing goes wild because you actually have been, you and God are not cool. You're not at war anymore. He's here to help you. And if people go, man, I just don't believe all that church stuff, man. I understand. It sounds far fetched. It does. I get how you might feel that way. But what I'm saying is, man, um, I lived a great life from feeling this way. I'm, like God has got me through stuff, and I've seen God get people, other people through stuff they would not have gotten through, through if their minds were still in the natural state. Amen. I've seen people face things, and, and I've had to face things myself and stare them down and get through it. Where if my mind was in the natural state, I'd probably be in dead or in prison or somewhere from killing somebody. I told you about my psych profile. <laughs> I probably never should have told you about my psych profile. But I'm really trying to get you to see that God can change your mind. Hallelujah. Somebody. Amen. He can actually change your nature. Last one, I promise. I'm going to get you out so you can finish up what you got to do. 2 Corinthians 5. Auntie in 2 Corinthians 5. 16. 5, 16? Mm hmm Go. So from now on, we regard no one from a worldly point of view. Though mm -hmm. so we once regarded Christ in this way, we do so no longer. It's just from this time on, we don't think anyone as the world thinks of people, meaning I now see you redeemed. Yes. I, I don't regard you. I don't care about your past. I really don't. And when I say your past... I mean, I don't care about last night. All right. I don't care about yesterday. Mm -hmm. I don't care about your way here when the person cuts you off. That's <laughs> 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 right. Amen. People die all the time because you know what's going on in our country? There's a lot of crazy people walking the streets. Mm -hmm. Before, we had crazy houses everywhere. Mm -hmm. We had one right by our school. We used to tell jokes about your mama in the crazy house. <laughs> <laughs> now they just got one little ward in the hospital. Uh, there are all these, these crazy places that are filled with people. Yes. Where are they at now? They're walking the street. Uh-huh. They're walking the street. 
they're yelling at people at Walmart. They're chasing people down the road with their cars. They're, they're flashing guns and doing crazy. The world is so crazy. He didn't come to bring that kind of peace because it sure isn't any. Right. Hallelujah, somebody. I have a legal right to carry a gun, and I don't carry it a lot. I carry my baseball bat, though. <laughs> it's under my seat right now. I love you so much. <laughs> but it's like, man, Lord, this world is so crazy. I'm going to trust you. Yes. I'm going to trust you because, man, I don't want to shoot nobody out here. Amen. This world is nuts. You can't come to bring that kind of peace. Amen. But I don't regard you. Yeah. I hope you don't regard me in the flesh anymore. Yeah. I know I'm flawed. That's why I stand up here and say crazy stuff I say to let you know I'm just human, just like you. I'm not a guy standing up here yelling at you, acting like I got it together and you don't. And we all of us have to work at this thing. Amen. I'm quick to say, hey, everybody, let me tell you a secret about me. I suck. Maria, you weren't supposed to amen. <laughs> <laughs> I do, I do. <laughs> but when I realize, though, God has filled me with a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And it taught me another way of thinking that gets me out of situations. And it, it changed, I understand what he's done for me, so now I feel like I got to do something for him. Yes. And he's changed my nature. Amen. Amen. Yes. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old has gone, the new is here. See, I don't regard you anymore by your past. All the old is gone, the new is here. Hallelujah. Now you're new. Okay, everybody say amen. Thank to you, that. Jesus. Come on, Archie. All this is from God, who reconciled us to himself through Christ uh -huh. and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. All this came because of Christmas, because Jesus was born and sent. And then what happens, he reconciled us. He gave us this ministry of reconciliation. He, he has bought us, he's purchased, he has called and declared peace between us and God. Thank you, Jesus. Well, we want that word. We once couldn't stand being around him, but never do what he said. Now we are at peace. My next verse, Auntie. That God was reconciling the world to himself in Christ, now counting people's sins against them, mm -hmm. and he has committed to us the message of reconciliation. It says, I mean, that God was in Christ making peace between the world and himself. In Christ, God did not hold people guilty for their sins, and he gave us the message of peace, peace to tell other people. So on Christmas, when someone says, yeah, peace on earth, people give us, I got, a, I got a Christmas card the other day with peace on earth on it. And I went, oh, that's cute. <laughs> peace from war? No. 
peace from famine, sickness? No. Oh, I know. Everybody get firm. Heck no. Oh, I know. Peace in my mind. Peace in my life. Well, sometimes. And, but he gives us See, there's, there's a peace of God, but then there's peace with God. Yeah. He came to bring us peace with God. Fala la that. <laughs> Reconciliation. To reconcile us. That, that means that people were in love at one time, but now they're not. You know, a uh, husband and wife might be separated, getting ready to work with And then a lot of times, with that, what you used to like about the person, you now hate. See, it, it was, man, she's so organized. But now it's like, oh my gosh, she's so nagging, so awful. Mm hmm. It used to be, no, oh, he's so laid back, but now it's like, he's so laid <laughs> <laughs> is that the same thing in God? When we're at war with God, we, his strengths we don't like. We don't like the fact that he's almighty. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We don't like the fact that he's all loving. He's all merciful. We don't like the fact that he's given us grace because that seems too easy. Because it's something I got to do. You know, we, we, don't, we don't like the fact that he's sovereign and the world just goes the way he says it's going to go. And we don't like it. Mm-hmm. See, the things about God that we like, we don't like. Now we don't, we're estranged now. When people come to the Lord and they walk away, what's happening? The things they used to like about God, they don't like anymore. Mm, all right. Let me tell you something. God doesn't care nothing about your timing. Does he ever show up on your timing? God nope. never shows up on my timing. Because I'm like, Lord, I need this like tomorrow. And God goes, Really? You'll get it three months from now. How about that? <laughs> when you've learned. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm like, Lord, I'm going to need this in about five minutes. Really? You're going to get it when you understand. Because mm -hmm. so God's timing is, oh, you can forget that. So the thing is, when you start to feel yourself being angry at God, because he's God and because of the way he feels, you might have to ask yourself something. Ask yourself a question. God, are me and you in a divorce? We're we getting ready to get, we're separating? I used to love those things about you. Now they get on my nerves. I used to love the fact that you provide, but now I, wanna, I want you to provide my way and you don't do it. You provide other ways and I don't like it anymore. I, I, I don't like the fact that, man, at one time, you know, everything was going well. Now my life's going crazy. But you swear you're still with me. See, the things you used to love about God, now you begin to hate about them. See, what you're doing is you're going back to your natural state. Mm -hmm. What is that? War. Our natural mind enemies to God. Christmas. Everybody, oh, it's about Jesus. It is. 
It's about the birth of Jesus. Again, but you know what it's really about? The war is over. Thank you. Corey, did we watch that movie last night? And the war was, the guy got, he survived all these perilous things. And then the war was getting, they were signing the paper, and then somebody stabbed him. Wow. And then they went, the war is over. <laughs> That's so not fair. He was 30 seconds from not being, I mean, as soon as the war was over, all the soldiers put their now, because of your faith and because of what you believe, you don't hate God anymore. He doesn't hate you. But some will say, well, God doesn't hate. He does.